Hello, my friend, and welcome to Wisdom Trek. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our five-day-per-week wisdom and legacy-building podcast. We are broadcasting from our studios at the Big House in Marietta, Ohio. Today is day 991 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important to have a proper perspective on today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is required that we also have a proper understanding of God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, we do not fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the culture of the authors. In order to help us all have a better understanding of some of the more obscure passages in God's Word, we are investing Wisdom Wednesdays reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. He has compiled these essays into a book titled, I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible. Just as the modern-day medical symbol, with snakes wrapped around a pole, both Greek mythology and the Old Testament references are tied to this symbol. Today's essay we will explore the healing serpent. Many people can recite John chapter 3 verse 16, but how many know what John chapter 3 verse 14 and 15 says? Jesus' words in these two verses have generated confusion and controversy. Here's what is written. And as Moses lifted up the bronze snakes on a pole in the wilderness, so the Son of Man must be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes him will not perish but have eternal life. Now John chapter 3 verse 15 presents no real problem. It declares the gospel that Jesus, the Son of Man in this passage, is the true object of our faith for all who would have eternal life. The difficulty lies in verse 14, where Jesus compares his destiny on the cross to a serpent lifted up in the wilderness. In this analogy, Jesus draws on the book of Numbers, chapter 21, verses 4 through 9, one of the many instances where the Israelites complained about their circumstances on their journey to the promised land. God punished their impatience and lack of faith by sending venomous or poisonous snakes into the camp. After many fatalities, the people begged Moses to intercede with God on their behalf. God relented and instructed Moses to make a bronze serpent and set it on a pole. Anyone bitten by a serpent would be healed by gazing at the bronze serpent. Although the parallel between the serpent on the pole and Jesus on the cross is apparent, this incident raises questions. Why didn't God heal the people directly? Was the bronze serpent an idol, and thus a violation of the second commandment? Wouldn't the Israelites have recoiled at the association of healing with a serpent? This topic of a serpent may make you think about the Garden of Eden. We might incorrectly link the serpent on the pole in Numbers chapter 21 and the serpent found in the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 3. But the only similarity between the two passages is the word serpent, Hebrew word nakash. The nakash of Genesis chapter 3 is a figure acting independently of and in opposition to the will of God. In Numbers chapter 21, the biting serpents are God's instrument of judgment for sin, and the nakash on the pole is the instrument of God's healing for those who are being punished for sin. This might also make you think of some magic. In part, the answer is why the serpent, which is found in many ancient practices of sympathetic magic. The idea of a person being afflicted by an object can be cured or delivered by an image of that same object. In the absence of sophisticated medical knowledge, Ancient cultures sought cures for physical ailments or other perceived curses by such means. 
we can find several examples of this ancient medical approach in other places in the Old Testament. For example, the Philistines fashioned five gold objects, which are referred to as tumors, that corresponds to the affliction that Yahweh sent upon their cities in 1 Samuel chapter 6, verses 5-18. through 18. And both Moses and Elijah purified drinking water by using elements that would have otherwise tainted it. Wood in Exodus chapter 15, verse 25, and salt in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 21. Elisha received no instruction from God to proceed as he did, so he apparently believed God would empower this gesture. In Numbers chapter 21, God makes use of a similar culture idea to communicate and offer divine deliverance to the Israelites with the serpents. But what is some of the symbolism behind this? God's use of the serpent symbolism for healing was appropriate for other reasons. Israelites, like other Semitic people, associated serpents with life and healing. Snakes were thought to have regenerative healing powers because they shed their skins. Serpent images are common motif in ancient Near Eastern art. Storage jars often include serpent imagery, perhaps to ward off theft or spoilage. The Greek god of healing, Asclepius, was depicted as a snake. The rod of Asclepius, the staff intertwined by a snake, is still the symbol for medicine and healing today. Here Yahweh uses its imagery to proclaim His sovereignty over all the other gods. Aside from their association with healing, serpents were familiar symbols of protection. Consider ancient Egypt, where the snake was an ever-present symbol. The Uraeus snake on the crown of the Pharaoh was thought to render him immune from harm and enable him to heal. Other serpent icons served as divine guardians. The confrontation between Moses and Pharaoh, in which the serpent of God devoured the Egyptian serpents, sent a powerful theological message about the superiority of Yahweh found in Exodus chapter 7, verses 8-13. through 13. Yahweh, not Pharaoh, had the power over the natural and divine worlds, and the authority to dispense and withhold judgment or mercy. He was truly God. Pharaoh was an amateur magician. Some of these messages are conveyed both in Numbers chapter 21 and in John chapter 3 verses 14 and 15. First, Yahweh was not a god with which to trifle. He could punish faithlessness by commanding the forces of nature, sending poisonous snakes against the Israelites. He also had the power to reverse the effects, offering his divine healing through the bronze serpent. Healing came with one condition. The Israelites had to exercise faith in the offer. Jesus' use of this test of obedience of faith creates a fitting analogy to his own destiny. Death, the natural world's most consuming force, would be reversed for all who look to Jesus, raised up on a pole of the cross, if only the afflicted would believe. This will conclude our essay for this week. Next Wisdom Wednesday, we will continue in the New Testament as we look at Dr. Heiser's next essay, titled, Who Took Verse 4 Out of My Bible? I believe that you'll find this another interesting topic to consider as we consider our biblical worldview. Tomorrow we will continue with our three-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer, which will help you to lighten up and live a rich and satisfying life. So encourage your friends and family to join us and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to In the Past 990 Treks or read the Wisdom Journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. And I encourage you to subscribe to Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts so that each day's trek will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, I am your friend. 
as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal. As we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain, reminding you to keep moving forward. Enjoy your journey and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.